Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, I went on Thursday after work. Um, basically, like, immediately after work. I, I finished a little bit early that day, and I looked at the show times, and there was a 5.15... And there was a 6.15, and it was like 20 to 5. I was like, well, I, I mean, obviously I can definitely make the 6.15, but if I do sure. that one, I'll get back later. And like Ellen has her aerials class, her silks class on Thursday evenings. So I was like, if I go and I, I catch the 5.15, I'll be done around 7.30, which will get me home just shortly after she gets home. So like timing-wise, it's kind of perfect because I know that she didn't want to see it. Um, and so I, I hustled my ass down there. Uh, try to get as high as I could on the way because <laughs> I'm like I don't dude, know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> I don't know if I could have done this movie under the influence of anything. Because um, holy I, shit, <laughs> it uh, it didn't really work. All I got was was dry mouth. So I, I got myself a, a water and I, I had popcorn for dinner and I watched this movie and uh, it was a, a you know, small small downtown cinema here in St. Louis. Uh, and the the audience with me, I think, was, uh, with the exception of myself, I think the audience was entirely black, uh, which I would think is appropriate for the opening night of a, a Jordan Peele movie. Sure. Uh, especially in downtown, which I've noticed that the uh, residential population here uh, is, is becoming more diverse, and I like that a lot. Good. Uh, and so I knew as I looked around, I was like, this is, this is the right audience to see this with. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I actually saw this in a very tiny theater uh, in Cortland, uh, and there was only two other people in the theater uh, with us um, when we went and saw this. Uh, but it was, yeah. So uh, we are going to talk about the movie Nope, uh, the yeah. Jordan Peele movie, and uh, we are going to spoil this movie. So we're telling you right now, if you have not seen this movie yet, we will be spoiling, I, I guess, the reveal of this movie. Um, so, uh, there is your warning right now for those of you watching on YouTube and for those of you listening on your podcast yeah. player of choice, we are going to spoil this movie. Um, but you kind of already, I mean, if you've watched a trailer, you have a general idea. They, there's not the really trailers, like, yeah. The trailers are dancing dangerously close to spoiling the reveal. 
uh, as it stands. Like everything that they showed prior to the release was really like really well hedged. Where it's it wasn't, like, they weren't it showing aliens? anything, yeah, uh, at all. Uh, but the the trailers now are basically giving it away. Uh, so I feel like we're not gonna we're not really gonna spoil too much as far as like the big thing, but like the details, yes. Yeah, because like we know that it's aliens, right? We we knew that when the first trailer came out that this was gonna be an alien movie. Mm-hmm. But when you find out, so here here it is. <laughs> this is again your your spoiler. This is the big spoiler of the movie. When you find out that the ship is the alien that it's basically <laughs> just a giant space jellyfish of oh sorts. My God. That's when I was like, what the what? F- what? <laughs> like it's, it's not a, there's not aliens in the ship. The no, it, the ship is the, just an is, alien is just a big old alien. alien. That's yeah. that was your twist, I guess. Where does it come from? What does it want? Why is it here? Why is it live in a cloud that doesn't move? Yeah. Why does it eat people? It's oh my God, it was incredibly unsettling. I mean the the listen we you and I at least and uh, to a lesser extent people on the internet uh, have discussed how uh, I was basically scared of everything as a kid like everything <laughs> terrified me uh, like I still feel very unsettled if I think too hard about the Sarlacc pit uh, okay all right so uh, watching this thing. And hail these people up into it and then see them like slowly move their way through this like super claustrophobic fabric tunnel. I'm like, oh, but like they're going to end up in a ship, right? So like they have a chance or like maybe the thing is going to be like, oh, they're moving around too much. It's going to, it's going to let them go. No, they just suddenly stop screaming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God. Uh, it basically just it, so at one point so the thing it looks like a giant hat at at first I, I was like is it a giant cowboy hat i'm very it confused kind of, it kind of looks like it because it kind of looks like a flying cowboy hat and the hole opens up and it sucked up all these people and when they all get sucked up you see them you know as caleb said they're getting all like sucked in and then at one point it just goes and it just squishes them all and basically uh, dissolves them and eat you know eats what it can but then it just ejects out all of the blood and everything out of their like whatever of their their coins and yeah yeah all the inanimate matter all the keys and then the money and their clothes and stuff like that just goes so like when we first see that is the the scene where the you know the, the main character's father gets killed because like out of nowhere, this rain of just household items comes falling down and like a key gets lodged in the, like in the horse's ass and a coin like goes through the father's heart or something like that. It's like, what the, what yeah. the shit? Uh, the Why coin are- actually goes through his face. Oh, uh, it? oh it goes through. Yeah. It goes uh, directly through. We, cause we see it at one point when he's laying on the, um, uh, when he's laying on the table that the coin went back through the back of his, or like through the top of his head and then out his eyeball. And that's oh, see, I thought he had just had like a, a scar from, from previous. I missed that. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's where, ugh. but yeah, it's like, why are the aliens raining down household debris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But like, the, so uh, to give the the perfect example of like how I knew I was in good company for this movie, uh, the scene where 
where uh, what what is the main character's name again? OJ. Uh, the scene OJ. Where, yeah, Otis, where OJ's yeah. uh, he's wandering through the barn at night because he hears things, and then like you suddenly see like an alien face come down from the ceiling. <laughs> he's just like. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> like, everyone in the room started cracking up. Yeah, no, I like, lost nope, it at that moment. Hell just, no. There, there's another scene where he's uh <laughs> he's in the car and he leans his head out and sees the thing and he shuts the door and he goes, Nope, 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 nope. I just <laughs> lost time. it. Absolutely lost it. Apparently, well, there's a story of him talking to Jordan Peele, like, so what are you gonna name it? <laughs> and they're like, Well, what is everyone's reaction when they see this stuff? Nope. No. Well, he nope. said he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, what's, uh, why would you name it like this? He's like, because that's what a black folk's reaction is going to be when they see an alien. And he'd be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like, that's got to be the. As soon as I saw the original reveal trailer, I was like, that is fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, there is no better title for this movie. Yep. And I was right. Yep. Yeah. There are, there are many, many moments in this movie where either the character goes, Nope. Or I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And I'm like, yep. Now, so this is uh, Jordan Peele's, what, third movie? Uh, thir mm -hmm. Third feature film. So his very first film was Get Out. Which I, I am I am bummed out to say that like I still have not seen Get Out or Us. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'm... So both Get Out and Us... They have so the thing about this one is that it, I'm not going to spoil uh, either of those two. Um, so both Get Out and Us have very like, well, I, I should say uh, Get Out and Nope have very specific things. So it's like ah, got it. Like the thing is this specific thing, right? In Nope, mm -hmm. it's the alien, and Get Out, it's the thing. You know, like, but Us. I think Us unsettled me more because that's not how that film is. I won't go into it any further than that, but mm -hmm. it's very like, could be anything. And that's <laughs> what scares me more than like a giant alien in the sky, right? Like giant mm -hmm. alien in the sky, absolutely terrifying. But when you're like, I don't know, then it's kind of like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> So having not seen his other feature films, I have seen some of the stuff he's done for television. And obviously he's known for being funny and that comes across yeah. very well in, uh, in this movie. Uh, but the overall tone of this feels a lot like a Twilight Zone episode. And it does. I loved that because his, his reimagining of the Twilight Zone was so, so good. Uh, and like, is a perfect balance of like homage to the original while making it his own and telling like new stories uh, from his perspective and from the perspective of the writers that, that they hired. Uh, and this, this movie carries a lot of that energy and I fucking loved that. Yeah. You know, one of the things I think is really interesting about this movie, you know, which is I guess a little different than both uh, get out and us is that there's not really a twist per se. Like I get, mm -hmm. you know that it's aliens right off the bat, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you know, going because that's the trailer says aliens. Like it tells you it is aliens in the trailer from the very first trailer, you know, and everyone's like, you know, Jordan Peele covers aliens and you're like, okay. Uh, and, and that's that the twist is, is that it's not aliens. It is an alien. I guess that's, that's the twist. 
but it's not really as much of a twist as the other two movies, which I think is really interesting. But what I love about this movie is that it's not so much, it's not waiting and relying on the twist. Mm -hmm. It's it's more of like, now what are you going to do about it? Whereas like a lot of movies, you know, M. Night Shyamalan is known for this mm -hmm. as well. The twist is the end of the movie, right? The twist happens right. and then you're like, oh, fuck, now this is it. Like that's, that's, this is the end of the movie because the twist has basically changed the course of the film. This, this didn't do it that way. And I thought that was really interesting to see him do that this time around. Well, I also loved that there, it, there are essentially three subplots that are focusing around a common theme of yes. human animal interaction and how that can go horribly wrong, especially when people don't understand the creature that they're interacting with so we have this sub subplot of uh steven ewan's character who was a childhood uh, tv star uh, on a tv show that featured a chimp and there were several chimps that played this role uh, and one of them one day just went absolutely off from like being triggered by like a sound or something like that and killed or maimed most of the like the cast and crew uh, and like nearly got to Stephen Ewan's character before being put down. Uh, and so there was this whole like plot line of, you know, that being a thing that impacted his characters, his future and how he deals with animals, but also like being a, just a way of setting the stage of like wild animals are unpredictable and like, they are. You, yep. You don't know. And then we get this, this other subplot of, of Otis and M uh, being, you know, carrying on their, their family's uh, legacy where they, they run a horse farm, where they, uh, they run out their animals for like parts in movies and stuff like that, or like television shows. There's a, a running joke where, uh, one of their horses in, is in the Scorpion King. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or was almost was in the Scorpion King. supposed to be. Yeah. And they made it all camels uh, instead. Yeah. And like they're, they're on set to, to, um, record a film and like, or record a commercial or whatever. And no one's listening to Otis as he's trying to warm, like, you know, please stay away from the, the back and like, please be careful. It's like you're holding stuff in like, oh, stuff like that. and he's like, he's really nervous. He's not comfortable in those situations. So he's not doing a good job of conveying that. Yeah. And Cause M it used to be a, his dad who did yeah. it. Yeah. M does a great job with the people, but she's more focused on like, she's trying to build a career herself. That isn't just about the, the horse farm and she misses the most important safety details and so, of course, like the one of the the crew members holds this mirrored globe in front of the horse's eyes. It spooks the horse. Horse kicks someone, and you know they they get fired from the job. But again, that that is just another illustration of like you got to be careful with animals, and you got to listen to people who know what they're talking about. Yep. Uh, and then you take that and you zoom way out, and you realize, oh, the alien is like just basically a giant animal and it's territorial and it's killing people because it thinks that they're in its territory. And like, how do we handle that? And so yeah. you have two different perspectives, you know, you have the traumatized youth who grows up and thinks that he can just like capitalize on this. And the, like the you know, dedicated young horse farmer who is like, we got it. We got to treat these animals with respect, man. Yep. Just don't look <laughs> at it. Don't look at it. It's, it's when you look at it, that's when it feels threatened. And comes after you. So like you see it, you see him like looking down and like mm -hmm. walking away from it. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, so again, having seen all of uh, Jordan Peele's movies, um, this one hit differently 
but not in but in no way a bad way. It hits mm-hmm. differently than his other two films. Um, but this was fantastic. I I I could not recommend this more. Like there are a few like jump scare moments, mm-hmm. um, but really like at the end of the day, like this movie isn't like scary, scary per se. It's just looming. Like the movie is just looming. Yeah. And I really like that. I think it was really I, I really dig this. I really dig the tension in it. I really dig how all of these little scenes, you know, you talk about Gordy, uh, the yeah. chimpanzee, like, like, because you see that Steve Yuen has this sort of like arrogance that he thinks, oh, well, you know, the, the, you know, Gordy went crazy, but didn't for me, like animals mm-hmm. love me. Like you don't understand. So like I could easily tame this giant alien thing because I animals, you know, all creatures love me. Like I just mm-hmm. have a way with, with, with animals. And of course he's wrong. Cause he ends he's up so him and all wrong. of his family, like everybody ends up dying, you know, but then you see Otis who was like, this, this is just another, this is just another wild animal with an attitude. And, you know, even the most wild of horses can get broken. And he's like, so mm-hmm. we're going to treat it just like we would a horse. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's great. I, I just thought this movie was fantastic. So Kiki Palmer's in this movie. Uh, I think it's really funny. Kiki Palmer has been in the news lately outside of Nope because she didn't know who Dick Cheney was, which <laughs> honestly, I'm jealous. What a blessing. Right? What a like, blessing to not know who one of the fucking worst people in modern U.S. history was. Yeah. We need to remind you, by the way, that Dick Cheney shot a man in the face and got away with it. That's mm-hmm. also really important to note. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I think that's really funny that, you know, Kiki Palmer uh, had that's who Kiki Palmer plays M. And of course, uh, Daniel Kaluuya um, plays uh, OJ. And also important to note, since, you know, Wakanda Forever trailer just dropped recently, Daniel Kaluuya actually chose to do Nope over Wakanda Forever. So he will not be in Wakanda oh, Forever because uh. he decided to film this movie instead. Um, which I think is a really, I think it's a really interesting and respectable choice because if he were in, because I got to look at it a couple of different ways. So either he's a subplot side character in this Marvel movie and maybe he gets a 15 minutes of screen time or he's the main character in a Jordan, like a guaranteed hit uh, of a movie, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Jordan Peele. I think it's the right choice career-wise, and I think it's also really respectable that he chooses this over a, just a few more minutes in a Marvel movie. Because, I mean, in the first one, he only really has, like, 20, 25 minutes worth of time, and he's yeah. a he's kind of a dick in it, you know? Well, I mean, he is, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but meanwhile, yeah. he's fantastic in, in this movie. He is. Uh, I mean, in, he's fantastic in, in, in all movies. I mean, uh, Daniel Kaluuya is also, uh, was also in um, Get Out. He's also the main character in Get Out. So, uh, so yes, he's, you know, he, he's, following his, he's following his buddy, you know, and good, good for him. I say go for it. Go for it. Uh, yeah, so uh, Nope is in theaters now. Um, have you seen it? What did you think? It, you know, is it is it? How do you rate it among other Jordan Peele films? Uh, to me, it's it's Us, Nope, Get Out, but Get Out is like almost tied for second because it's really really good. I mean, Get Out. I would say most people would put Get Out above all three of his movies. Like that's our, you know, I would say arguably his best movie. But us really hit me. 
That one really okay. hit me. Um, but Get Out and I think Nope are kind of tied for me. So like Us First and then Get Out and this are tied. Yeah, I gotta I gotta find the the time and opportunity to to watch more horror because a lot of it has has passed me by in recent years because I just I don't carve out the time to watch it and uh, my chosen life partner is not interested in it. So yeah, I will say that both Get Out and Us are more psychological horror and less of like horror. Like they're they're not as like right. monster gore. It's more of like this is fucking with my head horror, um, which I love, which is great. I mean, yeah, I mean, we wrote a whole movie, um, <laughs> in that same sort of vein, I guess, a sci-fi thriller, uh, Somnium coming soon, uh, yes. to a, uh, film festival, uh, on the internet near everybody. Cause the internet's everywhere. <laughs> uh, so there it is. We got a brand new episode coming out this Sunday for those of you listening and watching when this uh, episode came out. Uh, we did not know that July 31st existed and as such forgot <laughs> to uh, book, an, book an episode. Uh, so instead, we're going <laughs> to we're going to cover the movie Big Game, which stars Sam Jackson. It's currently streaming on HBO Max. Uh, so if you're the type of person that watches movies before uh, we review them, that is where you can watch it. Big Game came out in 2014 um so there it is uh so thanks a lot for watching this hey if you have not hit subscribe yet uh make sure to do so and if uh you're listening on your podcast player of choice hey leave a review even a bad one we'll take a bad review uh as yeah, somebody you know. who just recently said our show could be should be called the fart off because, because we're just, just a, a couple, couple of assholes, assholes. <laughs> yep which was very clever i'm not gonna lie that is a very clever review uh, and as uh, you know what, that's fair. That's a couple fair of assholes making noise. Yep. Cause we're just a couple of assholes making noise. That is very, that is a very clever negative review. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna, I'm kind of impressed. I, <laughs> every time I, I think back to it, I'm like, man, that is, that is wordsmith right there. Like that's Shakespeare <laughs> level wordsmithing. If I've ever, that's Edgar Allan Poe style wordsmithing. <laughs> challenge to the internet. Give us your, your most poetic bad review. Yes, that is a great <laughs> challenge. Your most poetic bad reviews, lay them on us, but still, still do five stars, but then yes, say please. something bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there it is, everyone. Thanks a lot for watching and listening. As always, make sure to share with 100,000 of your closest friends. It is the least you can do. <laughs> the minimum outside of leaving a bad review. <laughs> So there it is, everyone. Thank you, and goodbye. A father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month, we bring a new short story to life in a full-cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts, and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information. <laughs> <laughs>